Talk Radio. Putin has made it clear in several interviews that he is well aware of how U.S. presidents come and go and U.S. policy never changes. Putin is well aware that it is the CIA who directs U.S. policy, and it is the intelligence agencies of NATO countries who have been covertly instigating war with Russia for decades. In the Tucker Carlson interview at the Kremlin, President Putin seemed to be speaking directly to the CIA, twice playfully hinting that Tucker is a representative of the intelligence organization. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have... Do you have <laughs> uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Uh, thank you, though. You personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. And the CIA responded to Putin via their New York Times media outlet in the recent article... The Spy War, How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. The article admits that the CIA, operating through three different presidential administrations, has transformed the Ukraine into Washington's most important intelligence partners against the Kremlin. They have secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers over the past decade and constructed a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border used to launch cross-border attacks on Russian territory. This means the CIA is responsible for the attacks on oil refineries and energy infrastructure. The article describes secret underground command centers established near the Russian border, financed and equipped by the CIA. A CIA program called Operation Goldfish enabled Ukrainians to hack into Russian military networks, break into satellites, and decode secret conversations. Two years after the 2014 Western-backed coup in Ukraine, the CIA set up training programs for an elite Ukrainian commando force known as Unit 2245. The CIA trained Ukrainian spies who operate inside of Russia, across Europe, and in other places where Russia operates. The article points out that this operation may have been hidden from Trump. While Trump's rhetoric was friendly to Russia, his administration of anti-Russia war hawks, such as Mike Pompeo and John Bolton, kept Western aggression moving forward, which is what Putin has been pointing out for years. Presidents come and go, 
and the policy never changes. The article says nothing about the several bioweapons labs that the U.S. admitted to having along Russia's border. Some of these labs were seized by the Russian Federation, who say they are preparing to release a report on them, but have so far remained silent. Putin has made it clear that Russia's actions in Ukraine was in response to decades of hostile U.S.-NATO military expansion on Russian borders, and the CIA is now admitting this to be true. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Find all of Greg Reese's reports at band.video. All right, it's Friday, first day of March. There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. Ladies and gentlemen, here on this Friday, March 1st, 1st, 2024 edition of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Your election headquarters, 249 days left till the presidential election. And we're supposed to believe that Vladimir Putin is this big authoritarian dictator that we all need to be afraid of. The Putin regime is the worst thing on the planet. But then what happens today? Donald Trump, the main opposition to Joe Biden politically, the Democrats politically, is in court dealing with politically motivated persecution. And then Steve Baker, a film journalist from The Blaze, gets arrested by the feds put in handcuffs and anklets and perp-walked because, you know, the Putin regime is out of control, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Putin regime that arrests journalists. It's the Putin regime that goes after its opposition. That's what the Putin regime is doing today. No, that's the Biden regime. There's never been a more corrupt administration And I'm thinking back to Lake and Riley. And there was a visual for Lake and Riley yesterday in Georgia. And there was something about that vigil that might stick out. There's a big difference. There's a big difference between a Lake and Riley event and a George Floyd event, it may stick out to you. 
the Lakin Riley vigil yesterday, thousands attended, maybe tens of thousands outside of the Georgia Bulldogs football stadium. Yeah, I don't see any buildings burning. I don't see any cops being assaulted. Isn't that strange? You don't see any violence. Why is that? Well, the obvious answer is, well, Lakin's Lakin's death is not being used for Democrat Party propaganda, and Lakin's death is not being used as an excuse for leftists and Democrats to engage in what are essentially terrorist attacks on American cities. We're going to burn down all these cities if you don't stop racism against black people. We're going to burn down all these cities if you don't defund the police. And then what happens? They burn down all the cities and you get diversity, equity, and inclusion and you get defund the police. And then the crime rates skyrocket. Because they're terrorists. But there's no political motivation to turn Lake and Riley's death into some big political phenomenon or message or narrative. And I'm asking myself, why? Why won't Republicans seize on this opportunity, which is sad, you don't want to talk about somebody's death like this, but I mean, let's just be real about the political battlefield. Why wouldn't Republicans seize on this opportunity to make this about the open border and how it's the Democrat? I mean, I've got this clip from Biden. And let's just tee this up before I go on. Joe Biden debating with Bernie Sanders. This was in 2020. Why do we have open borders? Why do we have tens of millions of people pouring over the southern border right now? Because this is Joe Biden running for president in clip number five. We can deal with securing the border by national technical means. All the bad things are coming through ports of entry right now. We don't need a wall. And by the way, I would immediately, as president, surge to the border. I would end this notion for the first time in history that people seeking asylum have to be in squalor on the other side of the river and and, and, in a desperate situation. They should be able to come to the United States and have a judgment made as whether or not they qualify. I would also surge to the border. Immigration judges would make make decisions immediately. And no one, no one would be put in jail while waiting for their hearing. Should undocumented immigrants arrested by local police be turned over to immigration officials? No. In the first 100 days of my administration, no one, no one will be deported at all. From that point on, the only deportations that will take place are commissions of felonies in the United States of America. So so to be clear, only felons get deported and everyone else in the United States of America and they still get released. So there's Joe Biden admitting it. Surge the border, surge the border, surge the border. No one will be deported. No one will be arrested. Okay, so again, 
Why wouldn't Republicans seize on this opportunity to make this about Biden's open border and to put the blood on the hands of Joe Biden and the Biden administration and the Democrat Party? You want to know why? Because the blood is on the Republican hands, too. That's why. The blood is on Kevin McCarthy's hands. The blood is on Mike Johnson's hands. The blood is on their hands, too. Because they could have stopped this. They could have stopped this. There's a hundred ways they could have stopped this. And they didn't do it. That's why they're not making a big deal out of it. That's why they're not using this as an opportunity in an election year to, to bring the number one issue of American voters, possibly the open border. Definitely top three on every metric. The open border is top three. And why won't the Republicans make this a big deal? Because the blood is on their hands too. They let Joe Biden do this. They let him keep the border open. They let Mayorkas keep the border open. They kept funding the government. They kept continued resolutions. They kept cutting deals. They did this too. And they know it. So they won't make... A, a, so, so, so Lake and Riley is not going to be a George Floyd... And look, there, there is a level of integrity, obviously, to Republican politics where they don't want to politicize a young woman's death. There, there's obviously that, too. That They have a level of integrity that the Democrats don't. That's just true. But that's your why. Why aren't there buildings burning and a cops, uh, cops being assaulted at Lake and Riley's vigil? Well, because it's not a Democrat propaganda event. Why won't most Americans never know who Lake and Riley is? Well, because it's not a Democrat false narrative about her death. And why won't Republicans use this opportunity to try to secure the border and use it as a political narrative in a presidential election year? Well, because the blood is on their hands, too. That's why. That's why. So today it's Lake and Riley and her family suffering. Tomorrow might be you. Then will you care? What about when it's a politician's son or daughter or loved one or family or friend? Then will they care? I mean, there was an illegal immigrant barricaded himself in in Washington, D.C., just started firing randomly, shooting police. What if he was shooting at a member of Congress? Would they care then? They certainly don't care now. They want to act like they care. They don't. We all know it. Couldn't be more obvious. And now the narrative is that Trump killed the border bill and they're trying to blame it all on Trump. The Biden-Harris Twitter account Trump pressured Republicans to kill the bipartisan border deal. Border deal. I mean, what, what, a, what, a, what a misrepresentation of reality. Border deal? There is no border. This deal is for Ukraine money and Israel money, war money. This isn't about the border. Nothing, nothing in the bill secures the border. <laughs> I mean, you, you must think we're stupid over there at the Biden-Harris headquarters. But I guess the Biden-Harris voters are stupid, so that's... Who they're aiming at. 
Trump pressured Republicans to kill the bipartisan border deal because he didn't want Biden to have a win. A win. Well, yeah, that's a win for Biden. Funding more war and keeping the border open. Amazing. The deal would have included some of the toughest reforms in decades. Just total BS. Part of me is almost now where it's like the Republicans are going to squish on this issue anyway. So just give them the border deal. Now it's like just give the Democrats the border bill and say, okay, okay, okay. Here you go. Here's your here's your so-called border bill. And guess what? We'll revisit the numbers in six months. And you know what you're going to see? That illegal immigration into the United States is actually on the rise. It didn't go down after the border bill. It went up. So it's so so now it's like they're they're going to lose on this anyway. That's what I do because Putin is such a dictator. Because of Vladimir Putin's dictatorship. Because of Vladimir Putin's authoritarianism, I can't leave my county. I have to take urine analysis tests. I have to check in for probation meetings at least once a month. I have to spend time in prison. And then Donald Trump is in court today. And Steve Baker, a video journalist, gets arrested today because of Vladimir Putin. That's what the Democrats want you to believe. That's what the mainstream media wants you to believe. But I'll tell you what. If the Democrats win this election, I just don't see how they can go to November with Biden at this point. I, I really don't. More comes out about Hunter Biden's testimony. There's going to be a fifth witness testifying. And special counsel Robert Hur in two weeks is going to have a public testimony. Hunter Biden eventually is going to have public testimony. That I don't know if that's really going to matter much. The the Hur testimony is going to be interesting. But but really none of that even matters because it's likely nothing will happen to the Bidens anyway. The Republicans in Congress, the vast majority of them are, are just squish pussies. So they're not going to do anything to the Biden crime family. But the American people know what's up. The American people know how corrupt the Democrats are. They know how corrupt Joe Biden is. Nobody supports this guy. You can't find Biden voters anywhere. They aren't cross- crossing the southern border illegally. They don't exist. So if, if, if we get to November with Biden and he wins, nobody's going to believe the results. Nobody's going to believe Joe Biden beat Donald Trump. And then they're going to say, okay, they stole it from Trump twice now. And you'll have 50, 60, 70% of Americans now know that elections are rigged. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Is that an execution of power over the American people, just shoving it in their face? Because that's the train we're on. That's the path we're on right now. So considering that, what then do the Democrats do to remove Biden or do the Republicans do the Democrats a favor by removing Biden for him? These are the questions, but I've got all these other videos now. And and these are voices and these are figures and individuals you would never expect to be coming out in support of Donald Trump. And now they are. But how much of this is about supporting Donald Trump and how much of this is about, okay, I'm no longer going to look like an idiot. I'm no longer going to look like a fool. 
I'm no longer going to fall for the brainwashing propaganda of the American left. Stephen A. Smith, an example. Stephen A. Smith will probably come out with an endorsement of Trump, <laughs> I would guess, eventually. And, and, and you might say, well, who cares what Stephen A. Smith thinks? Well, many people probably don't care, but it's, it's not even about that. It's about defeating the narrative. It's about showing that nobody likes this Biden guy. And it's about showing that, yeah, it's okay to support Donald Trump. It's okay to say so publicly. And by the way, this is about policy and results in the country, not about Trump. So this is on Stephen A. Smith's show. Again, how much of this is about supporting Donald Trump versus how much of this is I'm not buying into the Biden propaganda anymore? Ladies and gentlemen, if we're being fair... If we saw Donald Trump sitting down in a black household eating fried chicken with a father and a son, what would we say? We what what would we say? What would we say? You know folks out there would be calling it racist. Well, if it's racist for him, and I'm not saying it would be, but if it's racist for him, why wouldn't it be racist for Biden? I'm not Now that's of course in response to Joe Biden showing up at a black family's house and bringing fried chicken. I mean, (laughs) you can't make this up. Joe Biden shows up. I mean, what, what even is that? What even is that? It, It just shows that that's, where the Democrats go when it comes to political marketing. They literally think black person fried chicken. It's like when Hillary Clinton changes her accent when she travels to the South or or Hillary Clinton brings a bottle of hot sauce onto a popular black radio show and says, look, I carry hot sauce. I'm I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm like black people. (laughs) Jeez. Black people aren't really buying it anymore, folks. Listen to this woman ranting about Barack Obama in front of a city council in clip 13. Oh, absolutely. Barack Obama was a plant. Yes. Barack Obama was a plant. He did nothing People for are the waking black up, community. Folks. Has, did he ever come back to Chicago with as much crime to talk to young black men? He doesn't give a damn. Jeez. Barack Obama is a curse on this nation. Jeez. So is Joe Biden. Abomination. We provided the money for his <laughs> Marxist socialist programs, yeah. pushing abortion in Africa it's and an other things. He didn't care about us. No. He didn't care. That gave rise to Trump because Trump actually listened to us. He actually cares. Many of us, I mean, it was bad. At least Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton bs and said, I feel your pain. But at least he said it. Barack Obama didn't give a damn. He should have never been elected. Before he was elected in 2000, he got elected in 2008. My mother sent, may God rest her soul, letters to black churches, warning them about Barack Obama, saying he was so ungodly. I said, Mom, that's harsh. She, she wrote it anyway. And everything my mother said, may God rest her soul, was right. He hates this country, but he wants to live off the fat of the land. 
Like the founders of Black Lives Matter, they don't give a damn about black people. They didn't have to spend one dime to help build a black business. But these lesbians, they bought homes in predominantly white neighborhoods. See, they say they have There's content like this all over the internet. Okay, I, I could do a whole three-hour show showing you content like this, and it's from it, it's from mostly Black Americans that that aren't even typically political. They they don't even necessarily do politically based content, but everybody has been affected by the Biden regime and the Democrat Party politics and policies. Everybody's seen it now. They're done. They're done. So it's not even necessarily about support of Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump has record-level support and voter enthusiasm, most in American history, but but more people are now just so disgusted and disturbed by the Democrat Party and the fake news media that they're going to vote in response to, to trying to get that taste out of their mouth. So how do the Democrats deal with it politically? They can't register... 10 million illegal immigrants tomorrow before the 2024 election. Yeah, Biden's their nominee on the path to getting that right now. But they have to be aware that Biden is a massive vulnerability in a presidential election. And then the Republicans, do they remove him? Doing the Democrats a favor? I mean, this is, well, it's March 2024, first day of March. And uh, boy, I feel like we're mid-season mid-season for a presidential election. All right, we're going to come back. I think I'm going to open up the phone lines. I think we're going to take a lot of calls today on a Friday. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today. Now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Give me liberty or give me death. This is The War Room. With Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, remember to support us by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. I've had a bit of a long day. The reason why I'm dressed in casual Friday attire. 
I had a lot of stuff going on at the old Schroyer household today. A lot of repairmen, electricians, and technicians. The whole thing is basically like the Gaza Strip. Uh, So basically, I didn't really have time to prepare myself. I had to run in here and didn't have time to uh, do my hair or anything. But I did have time for a drink of Turbo Force Plus. Always have time for that. Turbo Force Plus, 10 hours of clean energy. One scoop. That's all it takes. One scoop of Turbo Force Plus. 10 hours of clean energy from InfoWarsStore.com. You combine that with the Brain Force Plus or the Brain Force Ultra. That's what I do every day for a three-hour show. By the way, they're both 40% off. Both 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And, I, you know, I was thinking about it, too, as I was uh, tuned into the Alex Jones show earlier, listening to the show while I was doing a bunch of housework, and talks about how, you know, we, we fund this place ourselves. And that's true. We're totally independently funded with, with this crew and this audience. And I'm thinking, you know, you look at how big of a product and this is not a plug or a promotion, but but you, you think about how big of a product Red Bull is, okay? Huge brand. I, I mean, how, how much money does Red Bull make a, a year, guys? Maybe even, maybe even sh- show me these numbers. And I'm thinking about this. Our, our, our product, Turbo Force Plus, is better than Red Bull, healthier than Red Bull. I mean, we should be able to fund this entire operation just off Turbo Force Plus. That's how good it is. But it's, oh, because it's Alex Jones and InfoWars. It's like, I mean, this stuff should be sold on every shelf at every grocery store. It should be a mainstay. It should be bigger than Red Bull. It tastes better than Red Bull. It's healthier than Red Bull. It has a better intended effect than Red Bull. I don't know why I'm ranting about this. It's just all the products are so good. But energy drinks are are, are like a, a huge top seller. Everybody's drinking energy drinks. We We literally have the best energy drink. We should be able to fund this whole thing with just that one product alone. That's how good it is. But I'm, I'm ranting to the audience that already knows that. So find out for yourself if you don't already. Turbo Force Plus, InfoWarsStore.com, 40% off right now. All right. I'm going to give out the phone line. I got I got so much news. I'm going to pepper in news. I'm going to pepper in calls. We're kind of going to do just a classical talk radio show. Uh, for you today. Oh, and then coming up in the third hour, we're going to have another Knights of the InfoWars roundtable. Harrison Smith and Chase guys are going to be in studio. And, and who knows, when these things happen, somehow Alex Jones some finds a way to gravitate to the news desk himself. I'm surprised he uh, hasn't already with the power of this hat that I have on. So the number, though, 877-789-2539. 877-789-2539. Open lines today. So uh, whatever you want to call in about, uh, just let the call screener know. We'll put it on the board, and I'll take the most interesting calls. You want to know something that's absolutely crazy? You know, maybe I should maybe I should wait for this one because it deserves a deeper response and analysis. But have you heard about this Diddy situation? Okay, well, 
We've been kind of avoiding that. But uh, perhaps, perhaps we'll get into that. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that when I have a little bit more time. Let's pick up and put down a couple other stories here instead. Matt Gates, Man, do I love Matt Gates? Maybe the top of the leaderboard right now when it comes to House Republicans is Matt Gates, and he's right on 100% right here speaking at CPAC. We shouldn't have any foreign aid to any other country without corresponding cuts to our own bloated federal budget. If you want to send aid to Israel, fine. Pay for it by defunding the United Nations. I want the UN to be zeroed out in our budget. The U.S. should be out of the U.N. and the U.N. should be out of the U.S. Yeah. Preach it. I'm telling you, this is the new right. This is the new right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Matt Gates. It is Marjorie Taylor Greene. It is Donald Trump. It's you. It's me. It's the new populist, nationalist, America first, common sense movement. It's inevitable. It's here. That is the type of rhetoric it's going to take to win as a Republican moving forward. Right there. Right there. And once the McAuster is complete and McConnell and McDaniel are gone, once the new right really establishes itself as the leaders of the Republican Party, that's what it's going to take to get elected. And it's really just common sense. Why do we spend all this money on the U.N.? Why do we spend all this money on Ukraine? Why do we spend all this money on NATO? Why do we spend all this money on Israel? It's the same question. It's the same answer. It's all stolen money. It's all money that gets stolen from we the people. You want to talk about taxation without representation? There's four examples right there. Four big, beautiful examples. Here's a little comedy for you. <laughs> Here's a, uh, well, I don't know. It's a, it's a dude dressed like a woman pretending to be a priest uh, is the best way I could describe this. Says, says his piece during a city council meeting. It's clearly a dude and then gets mad when is addressed in an improper way. This is clip nine. Weigh the, weigh the freedoms of your constituents with the fact that we haven't had another mass shooting in Florida since Parkland since we passed you, these sir. gun reforms. Thank you, sir. It's ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> Did you see his face? I mean, these people are a joke. It's ma'am. Dude, you're like, you're six foot three, 230 pounds with a five o'clock shadow, bro. You're a dude. But I, I, I guess you've taken enough uh, injections into your breasts that you, you have male breasts now. You, you have male boobs. You have moobs. Not a good look for you, but you still look like a dude. 
My goodness. My goodness. That's what we deal with from the American left. And that's just like the lighter side of it. That's just the lighter side of it. Letitia James, the the left has been caught again. Masterpiece Cake Shop, a Colorado bakery, refused to make a customer a cake when they found out it was to celebrate her transition. This is a New York attorney general commenting on a Colorado case. Well, it turns out the cake that she's referencing that the Colorado bakery refused to cake, uh, it was a cake with a figure of Satan licking a big dildo on it. Literally, it had Satan licking a dildo on it. And the, and the, and the Colorado bakery said, uh, no, thank you. And the New York attorney general says, how dare you? How dare you not bake a Satan cake with a dildo on it? That's liberalism for you. We have products that will change your life that are amazing. I want to sell you products that really work so you want them again. But if you don't support us, we won't be here. Plus, you really need Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 95% curcuminoid. The strongest other top brands are 75, 80%. Nobody makes it 95. We went to the top, one of the top makers. We said, we want the strongest you can make. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 40% off, InfoWarsStore.com. We have Nitric Boost, 40% off. We've been selling Nitric Boost for a couple years. Never had it below 25 because there was hardly any profit there. We went to a place that gives us stuff just as good or even better. It's where we're getting it from. And it's 40% off passing the savings on to you. Nitric Boost, you need to experience it, you need to take it. So, InfoWarsStore.com for Nitric Boost. And so many other great products as well, like TurboForce, 10-hour clean energy back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com, TurboForce. I'm not perfect, I'm under a lot of stress, but if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer nitric boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, nitric boost, finally back in stock. 40% 40% off out of the gates. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Well, I'd say it's nice to have Governor... Ron DeSantis back from the desk of the governor. Today, I signed HB 117, authorizing the public release of grand jury documents like those in the Jeffrey Epstein case. Nobody should be above the law, regardless of wealth, status, or connections. The public 
deserves to know who participated in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking operation. And the survivors deserve justice. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. Nice to have you back. Speaking of governors, Trump was at the southern border with Greg Abbott. And, and you know, it, it is what it is. It's, it's, the, it's the old guard Republicans. I don't think the future of the conservative nationalist populist movement is going to do what Laura Ingram or Sean Hannity has done to Donald Trump. If, if I'm still in the political media when I'm 50 years old and I'm interviewing a president or a presidential candidate, I would never do what the one that I support that I want to win. It's not about lacking integrity as a journalist. It's about I would never set them up. And I don't understand why Ingram and Hannity set Donald Trump up with questions to lose with. It's it's actually pathetic. And, and Hannity and Ingram have both done it. And Trump continues to go on their shows. But I'm, I'm just ranting about it. Well, Hannity gets Trump to talk about Governor Greg Abbott as a potential vice presidential candidate. And now people are freaking out. Oh, this is horrible. We can't have Trump with, with Abbott. Just relax. Trump is not going to choose Greg Abbott for his vice president. Okay, so I wouldn't be too worried about that. But Hannity sets him up with that question on the spot. He sets him up with the revenge question, just like Ingram did. It's just, it's it's sabotage. I don't get it. But there you have it. All right, I'm going to take some calls here. The InfoWars War Room, your election headquarters. Brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We have Chris in Georgia. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of Georgia, uh, Fannie Willis, uh, that that hearing going down again today, boy, she looks defeated. She looks defeated, disheveled. She's an embarrassment in the courtroom today. Chris in Georgia, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Owen. How are you doing today? Hey, good. All right. I, I moved. I, I'm from Tampa. I moved. Uh, a little small town about five years ago. And, you know, I had no trouble for like 12 years. You know, been clean, you know, no trouble. And I move up here about two years ago. A state trooper pulls me over. He got mad because I asked, you know, for a supervisor because his attitude. He tried snatching me out of the car didn't work, so I got on my own. He panicked, pulled his gun. All right, all right. Duty, I'm going to need so you to cut to the chase here. This isn't personal story time. Okay. What, what's the deal? Small towns go unchecked with their police, their troopers, their board. Everything is corrupt, and something needs to change. People well, look, I, I, I thank you for the call, Chris. I, I had a friend that get, got pulled over for doing two over the speed limit the other day. So, yeah, I, I mean, look, it's just the harassment of U.S. citizens for petty bullcrap and, and during for victimless offenses. Yeah, it needs to stop. Illegals come over across the border, rape, kill, and then get released. So, yeah, totally agree. All right, let's go to Tom in California. Tom, you're on the air. Go ahead. You hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Thanks for the turbo force, man. That stuff's been bouncing my brain around like a BB in a Coke can. 
You're supposed to only take <laughs> one anyway, scoop. I was only taking, I took like a half a scoop the first day and I was freaking flying. Yeah, that'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> so anyway, about the food supply, I've been fishing here for 35 years in California and they got it pinned down so we can barely even make, you know, they're just not letting us access the resources anymore. And it goes along with the same with the Spani or uh, Leticia James and the meat industry. And I think this Texas fire has something to do with it. I think uh, Harrison was discussing that a little bit this morning, too. I'm really concerned about the, where we're going. Well, we've got China buying up a bunch of farmland, Bill Gates buying up a bunch of farmland. We see the move to centralize the food supply and production. That's a huge issue. So, I mean, some people are some people are starting farms themselves. They're 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 becoming part owners, like share owners of a farm. Uh, they're they're people are trying to find local farmers, farmers markets. I mean, that's the ticket. You're and they're going to try to make it illegal, or... but, I mean, you have Amos Miller defending his rights to farm in a Pennsylvania courtroom. Here in our Central Valley this last year in the rice growing season, those guys had a hell of a time getting uh, fertilizer, too, to plant the ponds. Yeah, there was a fertilizer, I, I fertilizer a shortage, that... yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very real, very, very real. Well, they claim that farming is now adding to global warming, and you know, a cow fart is going to, you know, cause the sun to blow up or something. Uh, you know, who knows what these leftist morons. I, I was happy to see about Alex mentioned in uh, the first book, the uh, War for the World, the uh, about about them using the whale as a, as a weapon against the fish, fisheries. Well, you know, the whales are gay now. Did you see that? <laughs> Oh I've never boy! Seen a gay whale. Oh Tom! Well, somebody's seen a gay whale. I'm not even kidding. It was mainstream news. Gay whales seen uh, having sex. They claim. I actually, in all my years on the ocean, I've only seen whales having sex one time, and it was pretty amazing. Well, that's a little too much information, but I, I'm at least so. So, but now the the chemicals in the water are turning the whales gay. <laughs> Think about that. Think about that. A frog is a is a small animal. A frog is a small animal. It wouldn't take many of those chemicals to turn maybe the frog gay. It's a tiny creature. A whale, these are the biggest creatures on the planet. Think about how many chemicals they're hitting us with to turn the whales gay. You imagine? You know how many parts per billion of the ocean it would take of that stuff? Humpback whales photographed having gay sex for the first time. I mean, the whole thing is probably bull crap anyway. Where was that supposedly at? A liberal's wet dream. <laughs> Thank you. Be careful out there, Tom. If you see a beached whale, just don't give it any atrazine. All right, let's go to Bart in Missouri. Bart, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, sir. I want to talk about this this lady that was murdered at the University of Georgia by a, an illegal alien migrant. Yes, Lake and, and Riley. Yes. Yeah, they said that he beat her to death, but I think they're covering up the fact that he raped her after he killed her. They can't let that get out. Well, here's the mystery. Obviously, is what what was the motive, right? What was the motive? And they, I think they tried to kind of explain that by saying that or insinuating that he tried to rape her, she fought back, and that's why she died. And so then they were, like, blaming her for that. I don't even want to touch that one. But so that would that would mean that there was at least an attempted rape that 
she fought back and then he ended up just beating her. I don't know. Maybe after he killed her, he ran away. Yeah, well, the motive was was uh, raping the woman, so I seriously doubt that he didn't. And they, if this is really true, what I'm saying, they cannot have this out that they have ne- necrophilia on top of uh, murder. Yeah, that would um, that would take one of the one of the darkest stories and make it even darker. And the final thing I have to say is I just ordered some X2 from a father down in Florida. He's having some health problems, and um, we're going to get him hooked on it. Survival Shield X2, InfoWarsStore.com, one of the groundbreaking products that we fund ourselves with. Thank you for that, Bart. Thank you. 1776, y'all. Let's go to TJ in Texas. TJ, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Owen. In these dark times with InfoWars, Alex is always talking about how we need to download the episodes, you know, archive them and share them. And I just wanted to share with the audience, um, like, the best archive of uh, the show that's out there is uh, Knowledge Fight, knowledgefight.com. And you can go to knowledgefight.libson.com and get the podcast. There's like over 700 episodes that uh, go through everything that Alex talks about. Um, there's episodes on the, the bomber uh, stuff. There's episodes on everything that happened on Sandy Hook. You know, the true story uh, from Alex's own mouth of what happened. And that's knowledgefight.com, knowledgefight.libson.com for the podcast. You still there? Yeah. Um, I don't know much about your site, and I don't want to promote it, and somebody's telling me that you're basically uh, committing a fraud on my audience right now. That's what the crew's telling me. I don't know. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs, bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Shadows, one man brings the light. Your host, Owen Schroyer. All right, what are the odds that one mother has two preteen transgender children? Contemplate that while you listen to her testimony in front of the Kansas State House in Clip 8. Oh! My name is Elise Flatland. I have been a resident of Kansas for the last 20 years. I have four children, two girls, two boys. My oldest is my transgender daughter, and my youngest is an 11-year-old transgender boy. 
Both of my boys, both of my children have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria and both are currently receiving gender affirming care. In other words, you brainwashed them. Through this care, Child my husband and my consent has always been required. They have asked my children what they envision their bodies looking like as an adult and never once did they mention surgery to my children. We are well aware of what is going on with our children. It is not the government's job to decide on the best medical care for citizens. Treating gender dysphoria- Actually, I look closer, she has rainbow hair dye. Has widely accepted guidelines for care. It does not need to be scrutinized by non-medical experts in government. All parents make non-reversible choices for their children. I make choices every day that will affect my children's future. That is my job as a mother. It is my responsibility to work with medical professionals and decide what is best for the health of my children. I am outraged that this is even a discussion I have to have. The mental, emotional, and social well-being of transgender children suffers when their medical care is threatened. These children deserve to live their lives with dignity, dignity, confidence, and pride. Thank you. What are the odds that a woman has two preteen transgender children? Something like one in 10 million, maybe? Well, that woman claims that... uh, she has two transgender children. Of course, we know what this really means. That means that she is brainwashing her children. That means that she is abusing her children into the transgender cult ideology, in my view. But it's shocking that that would even be up for debate. She says, I can't believe I have to come here and defend Sexual mutilation of children. I can't believe I have to come here and defend my right as a mother to destroy my children's mind and body. Oh, well, I I can't believe that I even have to have a debate that that's immoral or not. Oh, I'm sure you're a great mother that has two transgender kids. I mean, that's fully natural i'm sure how about even a better question what would be the odds of a mother having two transgender children in the year 1850 what would be the odds of a mother having two transgender children in the year 1750 what would be the what would be the odds of a mom having two preteen transgender children in 1950? Um, one in the number doesn't even exist because it wouldn't happen. But now all of a sudden you have all these trans kids, trans kid activists. That's not natural. That's called propaganda. That's called cult behavior. That's called brainwashing. That's called child abuse. And they just get right up to the podium 
And they talk about how they want to abort their kids, how they want to genitally mutate their kids. I mean, (laughs) my goodness. That's tomorrow. And that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. We are going to do InfoWars. Yeah. Okay, but... Okay. Now, I can't read it. There's no there's no words on it. Okay. Ready? There's okay. no words there to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. Owen Schroyer is gonna do a new broadcast. Alright, go, go. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today, and we will leave you with a I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, We'll do it live! Do it live! While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. The program that strikes fear into the heart of the elite. It's the War Room. Do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Right, we're taking your calls on a Friday transmission. The InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, your election headquarters. We got some more videos to play. We also have um, some funny stuff coming up. We have some crazy stuff coming up. We also have. Chase Geyser and Harrison Smith are going to be joining me in studio coming up. First, let's go back to the phone lines. We've got Trix calling in from Connecticut. Trix, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Bone. Howdy. Uh, man. Hey, uh, rumor up here uh, is that uh, Jill Biden has been uh, coming up here a lot to Connecticut. I don't know if anybody's like tracking where she's been or whatever and how Joe's made multiple uh, trips up here to Connecticut. Uh, the LOB up here, which is the legislative office building, with uh, a bunch of the Democrats who I've talked to recently, is saying that they're actually grooming um, Governor Ned Lamont for the VP position. Whatever that means, I was just wanted to hear what your opinion is on this, because uh, apparently Obama's favorite governor, and you can look this up, it's all over the place, was originally Malloy, who uh, preceded uh, Ned Lamont. Now, what my understanding is is that some of these meetings that they've been having behind closed doors has had both of those individuals behind them, and that they're they're attempting to possibly get Ned Lamont to run as a VP. Well, you don't run as a VP, but but I I, I guess I get what you're saying. Um, if Obama is pulling the strings of all of this, then my guess is Obama eventually pulls Joe Biden off the stage. Because you can't really have a different vice president than Kamala Harris. I, I don't know how, how do you how do you rid Biden of Kamala Harris at this point. One of the discussions was that if they were to do it under the twenty fifth or any of these other type of like pulling anybody off the stage, would it be potentially possibility to remove Kamala versus Biden, and then at the last point in time switch? this summer 
to who the presidential candidate would be. And that's why I'm asking for your opinion on this, because there's a lot of chat up here right now about Ned Lamont pulling into that VP position, whoever it would be for the presidential candidate. Well, if they replace Joe Biden and Harris, then that might be the case. But I I don't think I don't I don't see how they separate the Biden Harris ticket without doing too much damage to the campaign at this point. So um, I don't know. I haven't heard too much about that. Uh, Thanks for the call, Tricks. Let's go to KC in Alabama. KC, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. So the main thing I want to talk about is a man named Alfredo Bowman. Uh, his nickname was Dr. Stevie. Some people call him Stevie. Uh, but he, during his lifetime, he figured out that all disease is related and it's all connected through mucus. So whether it's AIDS, uh, pneumonia, cancer, uh, bronchitis, it's all mucus in different parts of the body that is that is taken over. And one thing he figured out at the age of around 30 years old was that we should be putting high alkaline in our body to reverse the acidic effect that we have. And he cured people like Michael Jackson, uh, John Travolta, Steven Seagal. Not sure what he cured them of, but the Supreme Court brought him... They brought a case against him uh, because he was practicing medicine without a license. And of he course. won his Supreme Court case against the, the older New York attorney general. Not sure who it was, uh, but he brought 77 patients that had a previous diagnosis and that had a post-diagnosis that showed whatever symptoms or disease they had, they no longer had. 77 people to court. So my my, my main purpose of this call is I hope if any doctors are listening to this or any good researchers that we can dig into this man's story and truly help our families and friends out. Well, look, we've been lied to mostly about diet and health. There's no doubt about that. I mean, the FDA will tell you not to drink raw cow milk, and I've not really been a big milk drinker my entire life. I started drinking raw milk a couple months ago. Now I'm hooked on the stuff. I mean, it's like the best stuff ever. They'll tell you not to drink raw eggs. I drink 12 a day. Best decision I've ever made. So, but that's just stuff you can consume that they don't want you to consume. Then you deal with the stuff they put in the food supply. Then you deal with the medical industrial complex that wants you to be sick because that's how they profit. I mean, it just goes on and on. And you know, it's funny too. Uh, South Park is so ahead of its time that it's kind of unreal that it's just this comedy show. But they had such crazy foresight with it all. They did an episode of, well, the the name of the episode, I believe it's, uh, I believe it's called, yeah, Proper Condom Use is the name of the episode. But But the episode is actually about children getting diagnosed with ADD and how the whole thing is just a scam so that the pharmaceutical companies can make money. And and that's what it is. It's They come up with all this different crap that they probably cause with the diet. They cause all these health problems with the modern diet, and then their solution is to put this pill in front of you that you have to buy that doesn't address the root cause. It just addresses the symptoms momentarily. 
So, yeah, I mean, that, 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 that's like a whole broadcast to get into all the lies about health and how we've been deceived and, and how there's real cures that they cover up. There's real root causes that they cause. Absolutely, Casey. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Dirk in New York. Dirk, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Owen. Um, you know, just a real quick thing about Trump is I like him, but he's the ultimate boomer in a way. He talks to 60 Minutes. He talks to Sean Hannity. He thinks Israel is our greatest ally. Um, so, you know, that kind of limits my uh, optimism with the guy. Um, and, you know, another thing is like, you know, Sean Hannity with the CIA pin, I mean, you know, it's just Project Mockingbirds, like, in everyone's face. And, you know, I mean, I can't watch them, but a lot of people do. Um, it's, it just makes me wonder about, you know, where everyone's head's at, you know? Um, curious of your thoughts. The other thing is, um, you know how uh, the term white people is like a pejorative now? It's like a bad word. Um, you know, very quickly. You know, well, let's see, what does white mean now at this point? White means... Uh, someone who has white skin and isn't Jewish. So um, this is really an attack on Christians. Yeah, it's obviously not about skin color. That, that, that's, that's an interesting point. I try to talk about that. I mean, it's a, it's a hard thing to put into words, but like it's not even about skin color. It's about something else. It's about something else that they assume about you, and it's not even about your skin color anymore. It's anti-Christian. You know, and another, you talk about anti-Christian, look at Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro. He made a whole, his whole name off of VA, uh, bringing, you know, just smearing the Catholic Church, not bringing charges against the Catholic Church. That, those were all out the window. Not, that, nothing materialized from that. Just smearing it. And, and you know, so this is, this is a, I, I think if people don't call this out and stop it, it could go to a bad, very bad place. You know, and the country's not getting any better. Well, look, when, when you talk about Trump, I, I mean, look, I, you can be a political purist all day long, but then when you are a political purist, you're never going to like anybody in politics. It's simple as that. And that's fine. That should be how our system works. It's a system of self-government. So you should be governing your own life. I like but uh, we're oh, far from that, Trump. Dirk. And, and I thank you for the call. So, look, I understand plenty of issues with Trump, plenty of reasons to not like him or not support him, except who else you got? I mean, clearly we're in a much better position with Trump as the president. You you can assume even the worst about him, and that's still the case. All right, let's take another call. Let's go to Lionel in New York. Lionel, you're on the air. Go ahead. And, uh, Owen? Yes. Hey, this is Lenial. Uh, first of Lenial. All, first of Sorry, go ahead. Lenial. First and foremost, thank you for your public service, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, you know, doing going doing your thing out there, you know, protesting and back in 2020. Um, and uh, just first and foremost, I just want to start off with just appreciating you. Uh, and well, I, I, look, I, I do appreciate that. I really do. And and since you bring that up, I, I just got to say, I, I was thinking about even pulling up the clips when I came on air, when I went on other shows, Tim Pool shows, whatever. And I said, look, I am the precedent setting case. If they can arrest me and incarcerate me, a journalist, for speech, then that's just the first domino to fall. And then we, what have we seen since? Two other journalists have now been charged, and, and Steve Baker was just um, arrested today. 
So I was the press that said in case they got away with it. Now they're going after other journalists. It's only going to get worse from here. Yeah, and I just want you know I want to I want to appreciate you for that because you know and I, a lot of part- with this news that I have today. And thank you for the call. Undocumented immigrant arrested for rape of juvenile and armed robbery. The Kenner Police Department announces the arrest of Angel Matias Castellanos Orellana, 19 years old, an undocumented Honduran national. Armed robbery, first-degree rape, aggravated battery, and assault on a 14-year-old girl. Okay. Two additional teens arrested in the fatal shooting of a two-year-old in Langley Park. One of the individuals, 25-year-old Nilsen Granados Trejo, and they can't say illegal immigrant, so what they say now is no fixed address. No fixed address. So your euphemism for illegal immigrant has just dropped. No fixed address. Two-year-old girl shot and killed. And an individual of no fixed address. So illegal immigrant rapes a girl. Illegal immigrant kills a girl. (sighs) Here's another one. Santo Felix Cruz Ramos, he is from Honduras and is in our country illegally. He was arrested this week for allegedly raping a woman, but he's classified as white in his arrest record. Huh. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. <clears throat> D.C. barricade suspect shot three cops, illegal immigrant. Had an active deportation order, was ignored by the Biden administration. ERO Boston arrests Guatemalan national convicted of child sexual assault in Massachusetts. And he was caught and he was released. And then he raped a girl. Raped a young girl. And now the things are so bad in San Diego, this is where the main illegal immigration port of entry hub is, is in San Diego. And so now they're getting a bunch of money and they're putting up a bunch of camps. So get ready for that. If you're in San Diego, you're about to have an illegal immigrant city popping up and they'll say, eh, it's just temporary. It's not. Just like the temporary one in New York. They have a huge, massive illegal immigrant facility. And then they also have multiple hotels that the illegal immigrants now own. Well, they might as well own it. I mean, they don't pay for the rent. You do. The government does. So it's, you know, you, you, can, you, can, you can afford all of this. You can afford all the illegal immigrants coming in, and you can afford to feed them three times a day and make sure they have a safe roof over the head, plenty of security, plenty of security, a nice strong border security. It's very nice for them. Here's Elon Musk responding to it. Dams are bursting all over the country. America is only 4% of Earth's population. If only 1% of the rest of Earth moves here, that would crush all essential services. I am ringing the alarm bell because the flood of illegals is crushing the country. And, of course, he's right. And, of course, he's right. 
also calls out the mainstream media attacking Donald Trump for the failure of the border bill. And Elon Musk replies saying, people who get their news from legacy TV will live in a fake reality. Those so-called toughest reforms in the border bill would have made invasion-level migration permanent. That diabolical border bill deserved to die. And shame on those who supported it. And again, it's all Democrat Party propaganda. They call it a border bill. It has nothing to do with border security. Just like Elon Musk says, all the border bill does is make permanent illegal immigration legal. That's all it does. And then gives hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine. (laughs) I mean, it's not a border bill at all. Maybe a Ukraine border bill. Maybe an Israeli expansion bill. It's not a national security bill. They lie. They lie about everything, just like they lied about the vaccine. Senator Ron Johnson is looking to talk to any doctors and vaccine-injured individuals. He says, happy to repost anytime a doctor is acknowledging COVID vaccine injuries. Thank you, Dr. Dean Patterson and Dr. Asim Melhorta. Oh, but it's safe and effective. And all those conspiracy theorists tell you not to get the vaccine. And it's going to be a winter of death and destruction for them. Uh, Not so much. Not so much. In fact, there was this viral tweet from this huge vaccine cultist. Like four vaccines, still wears the masks. And she goes out. I think she was either traveling on an airplane or she goes out to eat. Uh, she, she, she has since locked all her social media and she posts her positive COVID test. And she said, four booster shots and two masks everywhere I go. And this is the cost when not everybody engages in public health concerns. No, it's the vaccines and the masks that made you sick. You, Well, you're a lost cause at this point. All right, let's take another call here. Let's go to Mike in Connecticut. Mike, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, go ahead, Mike. Okay, so I have my own theory on what's going to happen in the election. Okay. I switched over to my phone so you can hear me better. Um, I've said this to people before, and they kind of laugh at me. But what I, what you, you asked the question earlier, how are they going to get rid of Kamala? And it all goes together. So we haven't heard from Hillary Clinton in a while, right? She's been laying low. So I think she's popped up here and there. She just did the karaoke. Did you not see the karaoke? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. She pops up here and there. Um, So what she's been doing is she's been waiting for all the goldfish to forget about, you know, the the Russia Gate and the the smashed cell phones and all this stuff. At the very last moment, when Joe Biden drops out, she's going to come in and she's going to she's going to sell herself as like the sane person. Oh, Trump was bad and Biden was bad. I'm going to come in and save the country. And that way, too, she can bring in her own VP and they can get rid of Kamala Harris that way. All right. Now, look, you're you're not the first person to bring up Hillary Clinton to me just today. I've had multiple people bring up Hillary Clinton running today. And, you know, I, I think that we all kind of we all kind of fall for this thing. It's like, you know, Hillary Clinton is is like, um, you know, gonorrhea or, or, or syphilis or something you just can't get rid of her and so she's like flaring up again and, and we all kind of see that, that there's this bitter old crank this bitter old corrupt bitch 
who just who just has to be the first woman president. She just has to be involved. She just has to be there. But I don't think so. I, I don't I don't see how do they run Hillary against Trump again? She already lost to him once. Nobody can stand that that decrepit looking old woman. The normies, they forget. They forgot all the bad stuff. And they're they're gonna run her so very last minute, there's not gonna be time to remind everybody about all the bad stuff that she did. I don't think so. I don't think so. She's not even on the no. map of the Vegas odds makers for, for the Democrat nomination. And that's that's the point. She's gonna come in as a surprise candidate out of nowhere and she'll I don't I doubt it's gonna be Michelle. It's probably gonna be Lamont. I mean not Lamont, it's probably gonna be Gavin. Um you know, because Hillary, I mean, the, you know, Hillary and the Clintons, they, I mean, Hillary and the Obamas, they don't really get along very well. And also, you know, Hillary cl- killed um, the chefs over there, and they don't want to, they don't want to bring attention to, you know, her killing their chef. So, Wait, that was the Obama so chef. What, 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 Hillary was on the scene? No, no, I'm saying Hillary's not going to pick Michelle because then that will bring attention to the whole All chef right, story well, again. I, I'm, I'm hearing Hillary Clinton's name, but I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm not sold on it. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story. A story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Baudis Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. The beacon of truth in a world of deceit. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. All right, I have not, I don't think mentioned this at all until today. But there is a wild story developing with a Diddy lawsuit, the uh, famous hip-hop, formerly Puff Daddy, then P. Diddy, and then just Diddy. And um, now there's there's lawsuits now piling up, and, and some of the details inside of these are, 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 are some of the craziest stuff ever. And then people are going back and they're looking at other clips from Diddy and, and Meek Mill and Usher and, and most of these people you probably never heard of unless you're into to, to hip-hop. But let me just play this breakdown of it and then kind of give you another follow-up analysis and and why this is significant. So so here's here's a brief breakdown of uh, this this Diddy lawsuit phenomenon. 
where they're talking about this being a criminal enterprise that's all feeding towards this one individual's uh, depravity of wanting drugs and sex and rock and roll, roll and everything in between, that everyone seemed to know and go out and facilitate what Sean Diddy Combs wanted. Even in part of these allegations or these complaints, they call his chief of staff, the Ghislaine Maxwell, to P. Diddy's uh, Jeffrey Epstein, saying that this is a total sexual enterprise to feed into uh, his desires. We have sexual allegations. We have sexual harassment allegations relating to what he deems to be an employment relationship. We have um, allegations that Sean Combs and his son were involved in a shooting and that he was told to cover up that helped to cover up that shooting with the police, that he was told to lie to police. We have that he was groomed to engage in intercourse with another man, with other men. We also have uh, these really serious sex trafficking allegations that they were eliciting underage sex workers, bring them across state lines, and RICO racketeering allegations, which mean in furtherance of a criminal enterprise that relates to drug use uh, and the solicitation of sex workers. Does he get cover? This is a civil suit. Does he get cover for acknowledging his behavior in criminal activities, or does he say it was all forced? That's what I found to be so interesting about this. He actually admits in this complaint that he lied to police officers, and he's just saying that he was under the manipulation, the fear of threat and intimidation by Combs. So that's not necessarily right. enough to save you if there were to be a criminal inquiry down the line. So it's a risk Absolute to kind of thicken risk. out the situation, because now there could be an after effect. He could get a settlement here or he could go to trial and win this and then wind up having his own legal problems. A lot of these allegations are criminal in nature, although this is a civil complaint. So presumably if it were right. investigated and deemed to have some veracity, there would be more to this. So, But this is based on sex trafficking allegations as well as claims that are criminal in nature. For me, I'm thinking SDNY, that being the Southern District of, Manha of New York, right here in Manhattan, they're probably looking at these allegations and thinking, where are the videos? Where are these still shots that we're seeing in these complaints? And can we investigate it to see if there's more here, potentially criminal charges. And his allegation is Combs forced him to solicit sex workers and underage girls for sex. Okay. But also drugged him, sexually assaulted him, and groomed him to have sex with other men. So if you see me looking down, I'm looking down at the 73-page complaint that was filed yesterday. In terms of allegations of celebrities, we're talking about Cuba Gooding Jr. being shown through still photos of what the complainant says they have videos of, of groping him. There are allegations of P. Diddy um, touching the genitalia and anus of the complainant. And also, if you look to the complaint here, there's a few Easter eggs here where it says the rapper redacted on Mr. Combs' yacht consorting with underage girls uh, and sex workers. And you look down to the redaction it says, well, the person is a Philly rapper who dated uh, Nicki Minaj. I think that may be Meek Mills. And also says an R&B singer redacted in Mr. Combs' Los Angeles home, consorting with underage girls and sex work. And when you go down to the redaction, it says he's a Grammy Award-winning R&B singer who had trouble with law enforcement after assaulting a Bayesian billionaire. I don't know who's a billionaire from Barbados that we know that dated someone. That sounds like Chris Brown. So there's a lot of big names here, both as Easter eggs and also just on the front pages of these allegations. Wow, just huge. Now, the Los it also claims the misconduct happened during the creation of Diddy's latest album, The Love Album, and is seeking, as we've mentioned, $30 million. Uh, the suit not only names a mogul, but includes his son and Universal Music Group, claiming there is an alleged RICO enterprise to enable his misconduct. Explain why the lawsuit goes beyond Diddy and what's 
kind of at stake here. This, along with Cassie's uh, lawsuit that you talked about earlier that was settled, reads a lot like what we saw in the R. Kelly case in the EDNY. So that that gives you a, a pretty general summary, but there, there's other huge names in this. Now, what's 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 more interesting since this lawsuit document has dropped is people have been going back in time and, and pulling clips from old TV interviews and radio interviews. They have been pulling social media posts um, from, from all kinds of individuals in the hip-hop community, and they're connecting the dots and saying, oh, this is what he really meant, and oh, this is what was really going on, or oh, oh th- this is why he said this. In, including from Kanye West, who was basically subtly calling this stuff out just a year ago, basically spilling the beans on all of this, but but not naming names or going into detail, just just basically saying, yeah, this is how it really goes. And also, there's always been, you know, you can call it a rumor, but anybody who's really followed hip-hop or, or, or rap since the 90s knows it's always been kind of an ongoing conspiracy theory or rumor, whatever you want to say, that basically if you want to be successful in the rap game, then you got to get down on your knees and, you know, take care of somebody. You got to bend over and receive. And there are multiple instances where this is even put into certain rap songs. Uh, maybe most famously DMX talking about all the homos in the rap game. Uh, others have rapped about how they're not going to be successful in the rap game because they won't commit sodomy or oral sex on on the bigger names in rap and hip-hop. So, okay, but what what's what's the point? So what, so all, all these, all these rappers, R&B, hip-hop artists, so they're all gay, so they're all sucking each other off and, and, Putting it in the exit hole. So, so, but what's the story here? The story is that it's just like our politics. It's all controlled with blackmail, sexual blackmail. And you can't get in and you can't be successful until you reach a certain level of the sexual blackmail totem pole. And so that's why they're saying, oh, was Diddy like a, Epstein of the R&B or was Diddy like the Maxwell of the R&B rap community? I mean, folks, this stuff, I, I, I chose to just spend a segment on this and I don't want to go too much into it because it's, it, it really is more of a cultural entertainment thing. But, but it, it, that's why people are saying this is like the Epstein Maxwell of entertainment. And, and but, but what's so crazy about it is when you go and you look back on all the stuff, it, it all makes sense. It's like everything else makes sense. I mean, they're even saying they think Diddy was responsible for Tupac and uh, Biggie's death, even though I think they they already claimed that they found out who who killed them. But that's that. So okay, but they're saying that he got paid by Diddy. So I'm telling, like all this stuff, like this document, like was glue that stuck so much things together in the world of hip-hop and R&B and rap. And again, I mean, I could play you crazy clips from Usher, Meek Mill, Kanye West, Diddy, 
all these people, Justin Bieber. I mean, remember when uh, Barack Obama? Remember when John Legend was asked about Barack Obama and his big mouth wife made a joke about John Legend and Barack Obama? Yeah. This stuff is wacko. I mean, it might turn out when this is all said and done that Michael Jackson was like maybe one of the only good guys that was in entertainment in the 90s. You can believe that. InfoWars is listener supported and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health too. The curcuminoids in turmeric is one of nature's most powerful and beneficial medicines. Raw turmeric root contains about 5% of this incredible medicine. But our bodies has been formulated to contain over 95%. This makes bodies one of the most powerful natural antioxidants in the world. Combined with other natural herbs... Bodies will help improve mobility, flexibility, and immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. See, the big joke, though, and, and we're having just crazy conversations through here in the break. The big joke is that they take homosexual black men, or, or some of them might not even be gay, but but they, they take these black men and then they, they, they raise them up in the entertainment industry, the rap industry, the R&B, the hip-hop community, and they raise them up as these alpha male thugs, but then the truth is buttholes. And so it's like this, it's like this big joke. I mean, come on, Jay-Z. He he copied his hairstyle off of a gay artist from France. (laughs) Like, but it's... It's really actually sad, and I sit here kind of with this Cheshire cat grin on my face. Not not because I'm, like, glad that this is happening or this is how it goes on and this is the type of garbage 
that that were sold as entertainment and an alpha male activity when it's all a big game, it's all a big satanic game uh, run by secret societies and intelligence communities. But but there's a there is a bit of a satisfaction here. There's a bit of a satisfaction because this is long overdue to be accepted as public discourse. And look, they'll probably find a way to brush all this under the rug. Let's be real. They'll probably find a way to brush all of this under the rug. But it's too late. The cat's out of the bag. Everybody's seen it. Everybody's connected the dots. It's over. And then when they do brush it under the rug, it's just going to become a bigger story. But the, the, but it's just, it, it's satisfying that it's like, yeah, this, people need to know how sick and corrupted our entertainment industry is, our politics are, all of it. But, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm just so glad I'm not associated with this crap. I, I'm so glad I'm associated with real people. I'm so glad I'm associated with down-to-earth people, the people in this audience, the people I meet, the crew, everybody here at InfoWars. I'm so I'm so glad I'm associated with people that don't sell out like Alex Jones and Roger Stone. So yeah, I got to tell you, there's a bit of a. It, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Then I'm not associated with this crap, and never would be. But it's also sad because there are a lot of victims. And it's really sick that that's the culture that's been forced down our throats. Uh, No pun intended. I'm going to move on. Let's just go ahead and just, yeah. Okay. Uh, Coming up in the next hour, we're going to have Chase Geyser, Harrison Smith in studio. Really looking forward to that. I got some other stuff we're going to show you uh, with that. But, you know, this is the type of crap that bothers me in clip seven. Laura Loomer Unleashed crew uh, catches up with Ilhan Omar. And we, we may have some disagreements on these geopolitics, and that's not the real story here. But but here's here's Laura Loomer's crew uh, catching up with Ilhan Omar uh, outside of the Capitol building, Clip 7. Congresswoman, how can you call Trump supporters extremists when you have literally repeated Hamas rhetoric? You're disgusting. Go away. How am I disgusting? It's a truthful question, Congresswoman. You call Americans extremists, yet you repeat pro-Hamas propaganda. It is very truthful. You've been. Your colleagues have said so. That is not truthful. You and the colleagues you say that are disgusting. So are your congressional colleagues lying? Yes. Hi. Feel free to like send a question. All right. So forget about the geopolitical issues. Whatever side of it you're on. I'm on the American side. And so you know why this clip bothers me so much? That's Ilhan Omar and her staff, a bunch of women that are not serious people. They're jokesters. They're clowns. They're basically like teenage girls, and they run our country. They're teenage girls that give you the hand and talk like valley girls. And Ilhan Omar pledges her allegiance to Somalia. That's what bothers me. And it's such a perfect encapsulation in that video. You see a group of Valley girls walking out of the Capitol, not serious people, couldn't even run a school government, and yet here they are running our country into the ground. It's it's really, I think, perfectly encapsulated 
in that short video. Kind of like how the White House has to run constant damage control for Joe Biden. He accidentally said, oh, and she has her little bedazzled clipboard. It's just like, oh, my gosh. They're constantly having to run cover for Joe Biden, who said they were dropping humanitarian aid in Ukraine. And so here's Kirby having to correct that in clip 12. When, when the president said we were airdropping to Ukraine twice, he meant Gaza, correct? He just misspoke. He was referring to Gaza. Okay, now there's other news out of Gaza as well. And, and there's another clip. There are Jewish students that are getting these hearings across the country talking about how anti-Semitism is on the rise and, and they feel scared walking around campus and everything else. And I, I want you to hear this. A lot of people are laughing at this. But but there's an, there's there, people are missing an element of this. So here's a Jewish student from Stanford talking about uh, what he deals with as anti-Semitism on his college campus in clip three. Dirty Jew, monster, colonizer, child killer. These are the names we are given at Stanford. Labels that strip us of our humanity, our dignity, and our identity. These are the names a dozen Stanford students hurled in my face one night in November as they surrounded me. They called my people dirty Jews that were disgusting monsters that makes them sick to look at me. Me, who has been to Israel only once. Me, who grew up in New Jersey, one of the most diverse states of the country. Me, who was raised in a broken household by a single mother. Me, who had to fight tooth and nail to get where I am today. Why? They know nothing about me besides the fact that I wear a kippah on my head, that I am a Jew. But I am not just a nameless Jew. I have an identity. My name is Kevin Figelis. I'm a PhD student who has been at Stanford since 2016. In that time, I've watched my campus transform from an idyllic paradise a center of learning into a wasteland of hatred where every interaction is a minefield. Now, a lot of people are laughing about that and and they think it's funny because they have very little empathy right now. Some some do. It's there's a mixed bag here, but some people have very little empathy for Jewish individuals crying victim right now. And the reason why that is is because people are sick of the victim Olympics, but more specifically because of the news that continues to come out of the Gaza Strip. I mean, just today, the Biden administration had to admit that 25,000 women and children have been killed by the IDF. 25,000 women and children killed by the IDF in Gaza. So... Here's, here's, here's the relation, and here's why I, I don't find that too funny. No matter what you think about that situation, no matter what side you take, I, I'm, I'm looking at the American side. I'm looking at the American perspective. Now, hear that guy out for a second. Think about what he's saying. He experiences hatred and vitriol and scorn on his campus because he's Jewish. Why? Because of what Israel is doing in the Gaza Strip. Now, that is all very real. His experience is very real. What's going on in the Gaza Strip is also very real. So we, we we have to just not look at these things at a surface 
level, and, and we have to be a little, we have to look at the depth of this. Ladies and gentlemen, the same, the same things that that individual is suffering from because of the evil of the Israeli government, it's the same way people will feel about us because of what we do all over the planet, because of what we've done in the Middle East, because of what we've done in Vietnam, and on and on and on. And then what do they do? They tell us, hey, all these people around the world hate you. So we have to be on the lookout for terrorists because everybody around the world hates us. But we just sit here like, well, why would they hate us? We're just like that guy. Well, why would they hate us? What did I do? I never went to the Middle East. I never bombed anybody. I never started a war. He says, oh, I've I've only been to Israel once. I'm just a student at Stanford trying to make it in America. Why do I get this hate? Well, because of what the Israeli government is doing in your name, in your image, in your likeness, just like our evil government does. So you see, before you laugh about that or, or you try to get on the side of Israel or Palestine, let's let's actually think about the phenomenon he's talking about here, which is very real. And this is why I'm proud to work at InfoWars that's been consistently anti-war for more than two decades. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you're having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new, faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com.